Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. I want to talk about something tonight that's on my heart like, like that. It's a fundamental principle, but it's a major key. Like your come up may or may not happen based on this. That's that, yes, that's how deep I want you to. No matter how excited you are over the word, no matter how, if this key is not, uh, um, how do you say, applied, your come up may not happen. That's how serious it is. Again, this is another word that's personal. This is not like for live, but I did, said that last week and it wound up being for us. So I'm going to kind of continue-ish last week. We talked about confrontation last week, confronting people, how that's a blessing, how that's da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. The, the first word in this first scripture is basically the whole theme of tonight. And I just pray that your new man hears this and reminds your old man of it consistently. So I'm not speaking to anybody here physically. But I'm speaking to everybody here spiritually. So go ahead and switch ears, switch hearts, switch grounds. Because I'm talking to that guy, that girl, that woman, that man. <clears throat> Sin is probably on a lot of people's minds. Here we go, first scripture. Humble. yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may what? Oh, exalt you in due time. Oh, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. The Lord told me the come down always precedes the come up. Did you feel that? Humble yourselves is a lowering of yourselves. Exalting is a come up. So if you humble yourselves, do what you can do, he will exalt you. Do something you can't do. So your come up is not apart from God. There's no way you can come up on your own or you would have by now. Are you kidding me? Successful business, you would have been had that. Successful relationships, all of them would have been booming. So we need him. Okay, his way is, you can go to the next slide, you got to get down. And I know that's opposite because everything has been up all year. But you can't go up unless you first get down. Tell your neighbor, get down. Get down. Uh, I was watching a, a, a television show not too long ago where I saw, well, I was watching something, I don't know, it was online on TV, definitely on TV, where one of the gospel artists was speaking about being shunned from the church. He was talking about how you know what I'm saying? Church people just phony, man. You're going to get on me because I cuss a little bit. You're going to get on me because I whatever I do, whatever I do. But y'all preachers be in the back. Y'all be, I've seen it all my life. All y'all preachers, man, please. The deacons, please, the ushers, 
musicians? Please. You're going to come at me like, I'm going to forget y'all. I'm going to drink. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to sleep with who I want to sleep with. I'm going to come. Please, because God already gave me grace. He already forgave me. But the church, don't be forget. That's why y'all get on my nerves, because the church is always, y'all got something to say. Like, y'all perfect. But we all trying to get it together. You ain't got time to be. And I was like, this person is so right. The person is so right. However, though it's true, it's not humble. So if you're saying, yo, church, y'all off, y'all missing something. God ain't even, if you're saying, like, church, y'all missing it, like, I got something that y'all ain't even got, y'all ain't even, that means you, you kind of like, y'all missing it. I know what God, you're like siding with God. But God would not encourage pride or arrogance. So if you're so mad at the church because you're so close to God, you will walk in humility. It's quiet over here. Let me go over here. We don't take the luxury of being upset. Jesus didn't do that. So if you're like, church, y'all ain't even like Jesus. They, he sat with the sinners. He, 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 he sat with, Peter was a cuss and he was with Jesus. Like, you don't even acting like Jesus, but you are? They slapped him and he ain't say nothing. Okay, quiet. Look how quiet it's getting. They plucked his beard. They lied on him in court several times. Never said a mumbling word. People lie on you on group chat and you go off. I said the group chats with six premium people on there. Like, are you kidding me? You're going to lose your mind because somebody lied. I didn't say I went over there. I said I was thinking about going over there. Make sure you quote me. You got all this arrogance. You couldn't handle none of what Jesus went through. The humility, the meekness, where is that at? That's the strength. It's a strength. Weakness is popping off. I'm going to say it. You are weak when you pop off so fast. You're weak. You are weak. You are, you are probably scared. You're insecure. You don't know who you are, so you want to make sure everybody knows I'm tough. When you know who you are, it's like, let them. It's cool. When you know who you are, hey, Akeem, they're stealing all our clothes. Those are our feet. No, he said, I'm beginning to suspect these are the people that have stolen our lunch. That's what he said. That's what he said. Is that what he said? What did, that's the insecure, because he wasn't the prince, good God. But what did the secure person say? Let them wear our princely robes. Good God, let them have that. That ain't nothing to me. My father is rich with houses and land. He holds the world in the, are you kidding me? Let them lie on me. I know who I am. My father calls me blessed. I ain't worried about what you call me. I'm blessed and highly. Who cares what they call you unless you don't know who you are. But when you know who you are, you can chill and be like, let them have that. Look at your neighbor and say, let them have that. Let them have that. Let them call you corny. Let them call you this. Let them call. Y'all got that? Oh, well, I know who I am. The insecure pops off. So that the assumption could be, oh, this is who they are. They're insecure, but they think they're tough. That's not tough. True strength is calm. Y'all watch gangster movies, do you? The Don, the Don don't move. Just uh, uh, one second. Uh, why don't you come here? You come into my house on the day of my daughter's wedding and you chilling. When I got it like that and I know who I am, nothing moves me like that. Neighbor, you ain't got to ask your neighbor. Let me ask your neighbor for you. Neighbor, why does everything move you but God? Okay, now let's talk. 
ain't got to pop. You ain't got to. Let me get into the sermon. I'm sorry. So it's like, yeah. But true liberty and the reason why God allows liberty and freedom is so that you, your family, your friends, the whole world can see who you really are. Liberty exposes the real person. If any and everything was allowed, who would you be? <laughs> no sins whatsoever. No sins. Everybody going to heaven regardless. It don't even matter. There's no rules. Now who are you? Some of y'all wouldn't be here tonight. We wouldn't be faithful in our marriages. We wouldn't be loyal to our friends. If anything goes, who would you be? If your answer is, oh, pretty much the same person, but I'll probably... No, no, if your answer is pretty much the same, then that's, you're a good person. You're truthful to who you are. You're more authentic than most of us. If your answer is, oh, you got any other questions on that iPad? Let's skip that one, homie. Then regardless, we need work. If your answer is completely polar opposite of who you are now, if God removed the rules, that's why Paul said all things are lawful. All things are lawful. I could do anything. Ooh. What if we taught that type of grace? Hey, y'all, it's already paid for. You can do whatever you want. You just shouldn't, but you can do whatever you want. Will we be wild out or will we be modest still? Like, all right, cool. I don't, I don't need it. That's not good for me as a human. I ain't talking about me and God's relationship. Even if we good, I don't want to do that. It's quiet on this side. I don't want to lie to my friends. That's just like... I don't want to be envious and covetous. That's just not healthy for me. I don't want to steal. You ain't got to tell me that shall not. I don't want to do that. Some of us be in that mall like. <laughs> We'd be like. We... <laughs> if stealing was legal. What if everything was legal? Who would you be? This is what you need to ask yourself. Because that's who you really are. That's who we really are, excuse me. With no rules. Whatever you're excited about, ooh, so if I didn't, whatever you're excited about needs to be checked. I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm saying check it. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it best? Is it not? Is it healthy? Is it not? Is it worth it? What if you could sleep around with any, every day of the week, just having five people a day? Is it worth it? Because what you want to have is 19 people that you ain't call me. Hold on, hold on. You ain't call me. You ain't call me. You ain't call me. You ain't call me. I don't want that problem. So take sin away. Some sins are just stupid. Okay. I'm yeah. Some of us should be more intelligent than to just cuss all day. Like, you should have more vocabulary. Like, you need to go to Windermere High School or something. I don't know. I just called out a city. No shade to anybody else. One of the only cities I know, so give me a second. One of the only towns I know. I'm still learning the city. God bless you. You just cuss all that. Your brilliance is. <laughs> Who would you be if all rules were removed? That's the person you should adjust, improve, and work on every day. If that's your, that should be before you first, before you mad that somebody cussed you out. Like, I don't got time to address that because. I got so much work to do on me. See, we don't know this talk. This is humility conversations right here. These are humble conversations. I don't have time to slap you in your face. <laughs> I'm going to work on this. <laughs> Jesus said it like, why don't you take the beam out your eye? So you can see clearly the dust that's in theirs. We're going to talk about humility and success, failures, process, and offenses. And I'm going to be like, boop, 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 real quick. <laughs> Let's talk about humility and success. 
how do I pour humility into my successful places? How do I do that? Scripture says six things the Lord hates. Indeed, seven are repulsive to him, abomination to him. First thing mentioned, a proud look. So we call these the seven deadly sins. First on the list is pride or a proud look. Does the Lord hate? It says it makes him, it's an abomination to him. Abomination is different than God being angry. If God is upset, it's just that. Ugh, I'm irritated, I'm upset, my anger is kindled. Abomination, the repulsiveness is literally, it nauseates him. The Bible says, I want to spew you out of my mouth. So abominations are kind of like a different, well, we in our religious sect have classified abominations separately from sins. Not that one is, I'm not going to say that one is worse than the other, but I think it's important that they're classified differently because it affected God differently. Affected God differently. Did God differently. A proud look. Amplify says, the attitude that makes one overestimate oneself. Action, neighbor, neighbor. Are you overestimated to yourself? Not the words. Not even the actions, but the attitude that makes one overestimate themselves. And at the same time, discount others. Now, a lying tongue, we can go on. I'm not talking about all those. I'm talking about this proud look. Most people walk around with chips on their shoulders. If they have chips on their shoulders before you speak to them, chances are they have overestimated themselves. Some people I don't even want to speak to. They look, I just want to be like, relax. <laughs> Not going to hurt you. <laughs> don't want nothing from you. <laughs> Actually, just wanted to speak. Like, it's okay. Overestimated yourself. You take yourself too seriously, too. A lot of people take themselves too seriously. I think God is an abomination to God because pride looks like Satan. The first time God saw pride, it was in Lucifer. So Lucifer is the father of lies. He's the author of lies. And also, I think, the first embodiment of pride. I believe the first embodiment of pride. So the law of first mentioned in pride to God was Lucifer. I will be as you. What you doing? This guy one time. This guy one time. It was Easter Sunday. And our bus broke down coming from Baltimore back to Philly. So we did like this midnight concert, so we got up to sing like four in the morning. We got done about five, so we hit the road like 5.15. So the sun is coming up as we're coming home. Bus breaks down. I'm not in the bus. I'm in the car with my dad. Me and my wife is driving in the car with my dad at the time. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was a manager or just following us. I wake up with my wife in the back seat like, Dad, what's going on? It's okay. They're having problems with the bus, son. I'll take care of you. Go back to sleep. All right. I went back to sleep. Man, the choir blew up. This whole big old, why you ain't come see about us? We broke down. I was like, what? Y'all was good. Ain't nobody died. Ain't nobody in trouble. I'm asleep. Big old thing broke out. We had a meeting that Monday at rehearsal. This boy stood up like, you ain't, do, you ain't all that. I could do what you do, Ty. Please, you ain't doing nothing. you just dancing up and down. I could do what you do. And your suit was ugly. I hated your suit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. I was like. I let him get it all like, uh-huh, 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 That was fuel for my fist. I was like, yeah, keep talking, keep talking. But I didn't do it. If I tell you where he is today, ain't about that, but I'm just saying. Versus where I am, it's not a brag thing. It's like, wow, 20 years later, it's kind of a big difference. Because one was humble. And one had a proud look. 
He overestimated himself and discounted me. Tell your neighbor, watch how you count me. Ooh, don't judge me based on what you see now because I got something in me that's brewing. And in my next season, when I, when I come into my next season, it's going to shock you what's happening in my life. So tell your neighbor, treat me right now. Don't text me when I'm on the mountain. Hang with me in the valley. Because I'm going to change my number when I come up. Back then, they didn't want me. <laughs> get saved. All of y'all get saved. But I look back at that like, wow, babe. Started from the bottom, now we here. Get saved. Get saved tonight. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar, the king. The word came to him and said, hey, humble yourself. You know what I mean? But he's like, please, I built all this. This whole city is mine. Look at this. He stood on his balcony like, look at all I have done. He felt so good about himself. Bible says his back hunched over. Claws grew like a bird. Feathers and he looked like a beast. For seven years he crawled and ate grass. The king. Yeah, 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 yeah. The king had to be seen grazing. For seven years he was a beast, an ugly beast, because that's how God views pride. He manifested the spirit, y'all quiet, of pride. So he, he, God humbled him in the presence of every. Don't become a beast. Be humble before God arches your back. Never mind, I ain't going. For seven years, until he humbled himself, he was a beast and everyone saw him. Because God hates a proud look. Mm. You can never say in success while you're success. I'm talking about all success now. Humility and success. The king and Lucifer, he had the best job in the world. He opened up for Jesus. He opened up for God every concert. Every heaven's concert, Lucifer was the opening act. You can't be the main act. Jesus is the main act. But to open for Jesus is the best gig in the world. Lucifer had that every morning. So he felt like, I'm, I'm just as good as the main act. You can never say you don't need anybody. Successful people. I'm talking to success now. Humility and success. You can never say I don't need you. The Bible says the eye can't say to the hand, I have no need of you. Because even if you don't need it or them, doesn't mean they're not needed. Ooh. You don't need me, but somebody do. I'm not needed for this department, but I'm needed for something because I'm still, yep, still breathing. Got purpose in me. I need y'all to breathe in your hands and say, well, I must, I got to do something. There's something, you might not need me, but somebody somewhere does. So don't get so private, like, I don't need you. Okay, you might not, but somebody else may need them. And don't get mad when you rejected them and they show up in movies and commercials and never mind. Success. We said this of success a while ago. We said this term about success. Too much, too soon consumes. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? People who get too much too soon, it consumes them. Mike Tyson talks about it, how he got too much money too fast. <laughs> He'll tell you something, it all happened so fast. <laughs> Depending on the heart and the character of a person, to go from nothing to everything can destroy you because you have no humility. So that, uh, 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 of success, success could kill you 
at the wrong time. I know some of y'all are screaming, I'm ready for my now. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. You, you might be excited about it. And you might sincerely desire it. But only God knows your due time and due season. He knows when you're ready. Uh, a lot of people thought they were ready for kids, so they jumped and got pregnant. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. All y'all are like, <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. So God does engage what we think when we think we're ready. He gauges by when he knows we are. And for the most part, people are not ready to be for, for that level, for your next level of good blessings or whatever because you're not broken enough for it. You're not humble enough for it. That's, that's, number, that's, that's number one. Like, our, our nature in humanity is to push pride's way, to go towards pride. Like, we are all born babies. We're all like little babies. And babies don't care about nothing, really. Then you start growing up, and it becomes about your ego and what I have and my toys and this and what I have. And you need more. And I need to educate. I need, I need, I, I. And when your ego takes over, it's just hard. Humility is just far from us. It's far. The nature, because of, we, let's go from Lucifer. I was going to break all that down. I have time. Oh, one day I will, which is very important. Go from Lucifer to the fall of man, okay? Lucifer connected not with sin. We did not want to sin. Man never wanted to sin. We didn't want to disobey God and, get, and die. We didn't want that. But Lucifer connects with the pride area in you. He connects with that selfish part. Serve self is the voice of pride. Now, it's a fine line because some of y'all got to look out for yourself, protect yourself so you won't be manipulated, take advantage of, like, hold on, hold on. All right, cool. But wisdom is like, hold up. I'm not talking about being unwise or irresponsible. I'm talking about that voice that serves itself. Yeah. So, so, so man fell uh, not with sin as an intent, but self-satisfaction. That's why sin consistently is not healthy for any believer, because it strengthens the pride. I done did that myself. Boy, I'm still alive. Got away with it. Okay. You do it again. Ooh, boy, I'm still annoyed and people still like me. Pooh, I did it again. And ooh, I'm still a... Ooh, and it strengthens pride. Every time we sin, pride is strengthened again. That's why sin ain't good. It strengthens that part that I can... I, yeah, I, 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 that's it. Unless you're literally saying, I hate God. Let me do this to hurt him. Nobody's doing that. You just want what you want when you want it. How you want it. It manifests under the categories of sin because God listed it. But to us, we just wanted what we wanted. We just wanted to serve ourselves and please ourselves. It increases, encourages, and strengthens pride. So now it's harder for you to hear instruction the next time. It's harder for you to get instruction, correction the next time because you're so used to serving yourself, all right, that your ears get dull of hearing. Are y'all hearing me? So in success, you must remain humble, understanding that it's because of the Lord that made all this possible, that my gift made room for me. You know, most people are successful because of their gift, not because of them. Because people will like you because of your gift. And when they meet you, it's like, <laughs> Can you just play at my church but not be there? No. Um, how can I work this out? Can you sing for us but don't come? No. Huh. People try to figure out how they can get your gift without you. So humility is like, yo, it's my gift that gave me access to these opportunities. Father, I thank you for giving me this Amen. gift of business, this gift of singing, this talent, whatever. Now doors are open and the success is coming because God gave you a gift. You know how to think. You know how to, you know how to uh, uh, organize money. You know how to save money. Now you're walking on a certain level of success because of what God has given you. Uh, my, my last one on success. Hi. Uh, like, man, I'm, I'm going to move it quicker, y'all, and I'll come back and revisit it. My, my, uh, I forgot what scripture was. I think it's 1 Kings 5, I think. Naaman. 
Naaman was a captain of the host of the king of Syria, right? So he's the captain of the army. He's the leader of the army. He's, uh, who the guy in 300? He's Leonidas, right? He's the, he runs the whole thing. He brought victories, the Bible says. He brought all these victories to the king and to the city. Everybody knew him. Every time he walked around, I was like, yo, that's him, that's him. And he's celebrated because you protect our city. Like, so soldiers and, and leaders of the army, the Bible says, but he was a leper. He was a leper. I wish I had the scripture, but I didn't think I was going to go this deep this week. He was a leper. So, you know, leprosy, you got kicked out the city. If you had that disease, it was a heinous disease. You were disfellowshipped from the whole community. But nobody knew he had leprosy because all they saw was his armor. All they saw was his shiny armor just bringing victory to the, like, yeah, oh, yeah. And he's all chilling. He's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Under his helmet, like, thank you. Thank you very much. All excited. But humility is remembering what you look like under the armor. Every time you rock and you looking good, that's the armor. But I know what I look like under this. I, I, I know my struggles. I know my issues. I know, I, I know what I'm dealing with. I know my faults. I know my sins. And not that that's the focus, but that helps me remain low. That helps me get down. That's the music I listen to to get down. We ain't got to talk about under the armor. Some, some of us ladies know what we look like under the unit. I mean, I love you, but when you consider, when you consider, when you consider outside that body magic, you know, I mean, come on. I'm just joking. I don't know you. I'm just saying. That should be humbling right there. You look good, but when you take everything off, you got a little, I'm going to get you sucker on you. Take your leg off. You all right? Oh, hold on. I'm just saying that should at least let people live by your post. You don't live by your post because you know what you look like before and after you post. Look at your neighbor and say, chill. <laughs> <laughs> woo! 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 <laughs> Y'all be mad when any man coming to the beauty shop. Like, oh, I didn't know he was coming. <laughs> Running to the bathroom looking like a thief in the night. I'm sorry, it's his first time here. Let me behave so you can. I want you to enjoy yourself in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, I know what I look like under this. I'm preaching, I'm the pastor, but I know what I look like under this mic. I know what I look like under GWE. I know what I look like under, I know what I look like. So I'm going to go out there and speak to y'all. How you doing? Good to see y'all. Because yeah, I'm on stage, but when I'm off stage, I deal with stuff like you deal with stuff. I fight stuff like you fight with stuff. So I'm not going to sit here and carry myself like, yeah, I'm the pastor. No, the devil is a liar. I need you to pray for me while I pray for you. I need you to love me while I love you. I'm not above you. I'm just chosen to have the mic. And that's all it is. all it is. Stay low. Get down. Chill. Be humble. Sit down. Get saved on this side. I'm moving this quickly. Man, this is so good. And I don't have to tell you what I look like. Humility is just me knowing. So you don't go home and let me be humble. Let me tell you something. I, you ain't got to tell. That's not humble. That's foolish. You're telling everybody your stuff, and that's foolish. But you just being aware helps you get down. Tell you never get down with me. Get down. Humility and failures and disappointments. I'm going to just move this one quick. You can go to the next slide. Failures and disappointments. Stay right there. I don't have too many notes for this, but I have a lot in my spirit for this. They say one lesson you should always learn from failure and disappointment is humility. 
Failure and disappointment are tools from God that he allows to keep us low. I know we think, oh, I'm going to conquer everything and I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah, you are. God allows some of those things to slip in to keep you low. It's the teacher. Failure. Disappointment. It's a thing called a healthy heartbreak. Breaking of the heart is good for the soul. Bible insinuates. I don't know if it literally says it. I'm going to find it and get it to you. The breaking of your heart is a good heartbreak. Certain heartbreaks are good. Like God is, uh, he, he's, he's drawn to a broken spirit, contrite heart or contrite spirit and broken. Something is broken. And something's contrite. It's in the book somewhere. I got the book he wrote it in. Anyway, I'm back. It's my praise section right here. That brokenness, that heartbreak, that, <gasps> I just can't believe. And heaven is just like, yeah, you're human. You're human. You're made a little lower than us. Be reminded, because you're so amazing that you can forget sometimes. So let me let that not happen for you. Just to remind you that you still need us up here. Y'all quiet. Yeah, I know you crossed every T and dotted every I to make sure you passed the test. I know you did everything you could in your power, and you just knew you were going to pass, and it didn't happen for you. Only to show you, you still need. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I still need them. You're talented, you're gifted, you're cute, you're amazing, you're powerful, you're strong. You are made in the image of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror. You are the head and not the, you're above only and not beneath. You're the lender and not the borrower. You are favored by God. You are the glory of God. Yeah, but I still need him. It's in him I live. And I'm about to shout it here. And I move and I have my being. If he takes his breath, all of this is over. So high five and never say we still need him. Y'all not excited about it. I know. I know. Because you don't need your grandma. You don't need your uncle. You don't need nobody. And you preach that sermon to yourself because everybody let you down. I got you. And you can keep feeling like that with people in earth. But when it comes to God, you still. If everything always worked out every time, we would think we are God. We're just prone to lean towards pride in our lower man. So I'm not talking to him tonight. I'm talking to your new man. You're prone to pride. Prone to it. So God uses these things. Paul said, I wrote this letter to you, not to make you sorry, but I'm glad it did hurt your feelings. So Paul said, I'm glad it hurt your feelings to get you to repent. If the letter, if the letter I wrote you made you sorry towards repentance, I'm glad you felt bad. It's good that you felt bad. David said, it... I couldn't even get it out. I couldn't get it out. For those that are listening on the podcast, David said... Psalms 119.71, it was good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes, that I may learn your ways, learn his ways. Some of us know the word, but we need to learn his ways. Woo! I'm glad my praise section and my wife, y'all got it. You may know the word, but you need to learn his ways. And God allows affliction sometimes to teach you. his ways that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable to man let me move to the next point as we bring this to our first closing your voice got to get like that when you're about to close let's get to the uh, when we get to the first closing amen uh, First time visitors, I'm so sorry. Come back next week. I'll behave. <laughs> Liv, stop, 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 stop. 
Okay, let me move this one quick. Humility in process. Next one. How do I have humility in process? Okay, is the scripture one here? Okay, let, let, me, let me first say this. Process is not fun for anybody, especially, okay. Oh, I ain't got to break that down. Okay, so who likes process? We all tolerate process. I remember when I had dreads and it took me 19 hours to get my hair done. I couldn't wait to cut them. I liked how I looked afterwards, but I was like, Lord Jesus the Christ. This is so long. I don't like process. I don't think anybody does. But the only people who need process are humans, us. God doesn't need time. He don't function in it. Boom, done. Boom, done. Boom, done. Humans, you need process for humility's sake. That's why we like psychics and fortune tellers because we think it's a shortcut. And prophets, we love prophets. We cut checks for them in a minute. Tell me. Because we want a shortcut. So we love that type of, you know, cutting in line type of thing. I say we. Trust me, we. When we was, when we was dating my wife, can I say this one story? Oh, it ain't bad. She said, I don't know. I don't know what it is. When we was dating y'all, she just kept kissing me. I'm like, girl, get over me. Everybody in here like, that ain't the story. That ain't the story. <laughs> Forget y'all. Uh, she said, I love you first. I was like, oh, really? For real? You do? Okay. Oh, well, oh, well, get your own wife. That's what I said. All right, stop playing, really. It's church time, and let me get y'all out of here. Y'all didn't come for the jokes. I just like to have a good time, okay? We were dating. Let me not do the story. So process. Well, y'all get on my lap. The last one I have is the nerve you get on. I forgot what I was going to say now. I forgot the story. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, never mind. So Y'all so nosy. So listen, I'll tell you this. This is not a fun one. When we broke up, when we split up, when we were about to divorce, uh, she was very adamant about it. Of course, cool. Da, 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 da. After a little while, we are going to counseling separately. We went a couple times together. And we said, all right, let's just move back in with each other. All right, so I, I left L.A., came back to Jersey. We're going to try to work this out. So just because we decided to move it, just because we made a decision, <laughs> don't mean all the pieces fell in line immediately. The decision is the first step. It's not the culmination of, you know, you know what I mean? You need to, y'all, that's a, that's a principle right there. Just because you decide to go to the mall don't mean you're going to show up there when you get in the car. Like, <laughs> the decision is the direction. The journey is the process. Please tag me on that, whoever got that, because I don't know what he, he just said. So I'm like feeling good. We back in the house. I'm like, all right, you want me to make breakfast? All right. So, what do you want, Fruit Loops or like? I can make cereal. And she, sometimes, sometimes she was less, in, <laughs> sometimes she was a little less enthusiastic. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking to my, you know, my mentor, like, yo, man, I'm doing, I, I'm saying, why ain't it good now? I'm saying, I'm stopping. I changed my number. We did everything I said I was going to do that. I'm here. What's up with her? Like, come on, babe. You got, yo, I'm doing all I can. Yo, you got to, yo, if I'm doing, you got to, if I'm going, you got to meet me. Like, yo, I'm doing, like, yo, pride. Because you can't project process. Just because I was ready. Don't mean she processes the same. You should never say, all right, by now you should be over it. Whoa. Especially if you are the offender. And it's quiet at live and I don't know why. How you going to tell me by now I should be? I don't care if it's two years. You don't know how that affected me. Pride will make somebody say, all right, get over. Are you kidding me? Of course you can say that. You did it. 
Or even if we were all in a situation that hurt all of us and you're better now, don't rush me. Humility in processing. You offended your friend, you got to eat that and wait. Y'all quiet, man. I could talk about marriages all day, but that's marriage too. But if you offended somebody, you have to be patient. Unless you don't desire the friendship anymore. If you desire the friendship, wait. Kindly and humbly wait. Because you're going to tear it worse, rushing their process. I hope I'm helping two people tonight. You can't project your process. That's not fair or cool. You're not her. She's not you. You're not them. You should be all right by now. How are you going to say I should be all right? That still hurt. There are certain things I, I, I said. Uh, let's say Lincoln. My daughter's 11 years old. I'm like, all right, Lincoln. Ain't, ain't that okay. Like if I say a joke or something, like, Lincoln, sit down. I ain't nobody. And she'd be like, if she gets in a bad mood. I'm not saying it happened ever, but something like that. Lincoln, all right, you know I mean it. Come on, come on, let's play. Come on. Like she's 11. You're 42. You're her age four times. Three, something. Okay, y'all in school, not me. Okay, so. Like you're her age a few times, bro. You can't rush her process or be arrogant that she's not yet where you are. Enjoy that you're out of that space and patiently and prayerfully and humbly wait for them to get there. Oh, it's quiet. And you ain't going to know how long it takes, but you can't project process. I lost my uncle too, but I was good in two years. All right, well, that, my, my uncle, I'm still grieving him. I mean, we got married and she lost her uncle. She still cry every year. Okay. Is it so bad that she cried? Do she slap you when she cried? Like, chill. But that lack of humility is that selfish thing. You feel me? That pride and that selfish thing is in there. God said, remember how the Lord God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years to humble you and test you to prove your character and to find out whether you would obey his commands or not. Why would you send me through the, oh man, all right, let me hurry up. Why would you send me through the wilderness to humble me and I was slaves for hundreds of years? We were slaves for hundreds of years. Why do I have to be humbled after slavery? Because humility, because humility it's not a life condition. It's a heart condition. Ooh, a humbling situation doesn't make you a humble person. I've seen arrogant bums on the street. Oh, really? You ain't got no money? Fine. You got... How you mad? You're in a humbling situation with no humility. So after you get out of being a bum, then you're going to be humbled. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? They went from slaves to being humbled because they were never humble in the first place. Let me go to the last one as we just bring this too close. I'm really rushing y'all because but we'll break it all down. As y'all keep living with us, y'all know we'll revisit some things. Humility, that was humility in process. Process. God takes you through process to humble you and prove your character. Do you really want it or not? Like, I want to go to the mall. Okay, let's go to the mall. How far is it? It's about three hours away. When you consider the process, you consider your desires. Do I really want or not? Because you could be excited and hyped for the first hour and a half. But your true character will come out in that last hour and a half. So process reveals true character. Let me drag it out a little. He ain't proposed yet. Good. Let me see what kind of woman you are without the ring. Let me see. Let me see. 
Let me see if you still honor her and respect her and y'all not sleeping together. Let me, let, me, let me prolong that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all not sleeping together. She's shutting it down. You shutting it down too, man. But I'm just saying, can you still love her, honor her, and do all that without dancing in between the sheets? Let me see your true character. See, time. Y'all don't. Time. Look at your neighbor and say, just give it time. Whatever you're wondering about, whatever you're questioning about, just give it time. <laughs> Woo! Give that thing a little bit of time, a little bit of process, and a real demo emerge like, this is me. Am I right about that? Thank God for process. It reveals true character. Thank God for time. Thank God he didn't give me everything I wanted the second I wanted it. Thank God I didn't hook up and be best friends with everybody I met. Thank God. Because when I look at them years later, they would have jacked me. Oh, God. They would have messed me. Aren't you glad you didn't become friends with certain people? It almost happened, but you stepped out just in a nigga. Never mind. I ain't talking about people. I'm talking about you. Last one. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard thank you. I was like, okay, you're welcome. But give it to him. Give it to him. Last one. We're going home. Humility in offenses. I could really stay here all night, but I'm not. I think there's that picture alone. You got several scenarios in your own head. The concept alone preaches to you. It should. It's, it's pretty straightforward. You've been offended. The first thing you want to do is avenge yourself. Like, excuse me, I don't think you really know who you're talking to. <laughs> That's the first thing we do, avenge ourselves. But you, you rob God, you literally steal his vengeance. You steal it. He said, vengeance is mine. Saith the Lord, I will repay. Why are you repaying? Why are you paying yourself back? Why are you doing that? You're jumping in the line of his vengeance, trying to avenge yourselves, and the relationship is worse, and you're wondering why. Because your, your intention was not to get understanding or agreement. Your intention was to get them back. Understand, first of all, that you are friends or you're married or you're in business with a sinner. All Christians are Christians because we need Jesus. You're not a Christian because you got him. You're a Christian because you need him. Everybody in church needs Jesus. That's why we're here. So how are you going to meet somebody in church and expect them to be perfect? How are you going to meet somebody in church and expect them to be perfect friends? They came here because they need Jesus to perfect them. That's why you're here. So you're going to hook up with another broken person. And since you know that, do not be so easily offended. Or if you are, take it in humility like, you know what? I'm a sinner too. Do I, do I value the relationship enough to process it or should I back out? Don't just live in the fence and avenge yourself and add problem to problem, stress to stress, trauma to trauma. All right, it's cool. I know I know it wouldn't be a, that type of night, and I'm cool with that, cause I, I, it's not really necessary. Tonight is just like a, uh, yeah, that part, like oh. But that serving yourself thing, when somebody offends you, you're like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got, I got him, No, come here, come here for a second, come here. Let me holler at you. Now I'm saying that because last week I talked about confrontation, and I ended it like you got to do it in humility and wisdom. And that was kind of it real quick. But now I'm kind of unpacking it. This is what I meant. Some of y'all, yeah, pastor said to confront you. Uh, so, just so you know, well, I'm not calling you no more or texting you back. It's because you, that's not humility. And in, 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 in the false belief in you're, you're obeying the word of God, you're moving in arrogance, making it worse. 
Learn his ways. Ways, not just the word. The word is, you know, reconcile, make peace with you. But the ways is what we got to learn. Don't do God's word your way. Ask him for his word and his way. I f- Did y'all hear what I just said? Always ask God for his word and his ways. Because we go for fulfilling his word our way and wonder why we don't get the results. I did what he said. Why ain't I got? Because you did it in arrogance. You did it with a sense of entitlement, like somebody owe you something. Like, like seriously, though, I cannot stand arrogance. The Bible says, hey, y'all, let me go to it. Y'all ready to go to it as I close? I said, are you ready to go to it as I close? In the same way, the younger ones should willingly support the leadership of the elders. Not going there, I want to so bad. In every relationship, each of you must wrap around yourself the apron of a humble servant. In every relationship, husbands, towards your wives, be a humble servant. Ooh. I can say it to the wives, too, but it's kind of like general understanding. That's kind of like what we beat into them. Submission. Okay, I'll say it to the wives, too. Wives, wrap around yourselves the apron of a humble servant. Be a humble servant to your husband. Husbands, be a humble servant to your wife. You know what happens when y'all do that? Harmony. Agreement. Peace. Love. But you trying so hard not to be a punk. I said get my sandwich. You think I'm playing? I'm the man of the house. Now you're establishing order the wrong way. It makes no sense to build the right thing the wrong way. And all we do is celebrate the fact that we're building the right, I'm building the right thing. I'm building the right thing. You can't just focus on what your intention is. You need to focus on the ways. The ways matter. Jesus said, I must needs go through Samaria. Why do you got to go through Samaria? Well, let's just go to Capernaum. I got to go that way. Why? Woman at the well. And it ain't just the woman at the well. It's the whole city. Y'all know the story, right? So his ways mattered. If he didn't go a certain way, a woman wouldn't have been healed from a blood condition for 12 years. Because she touched the hem of his garment while he was on the... Aren't you glad he walked by your way? Huh? I feel Jesus in here. I need y'all. I'm, I'm done. Y'all can play. I said, aren't you glad he walked by your way? <laughs> he wasn't even coming for you, but because he passed by, you got blessed. Because he passed by, you got healed. Because he passed by, you got delivered. Aren't you glad he came your way? If he came your way, you glad about it. Give him praise right there for 30 seconds. Yeah, Jesus. I said, give him praise that he came your way. Thank you for coming my way. Thank you for passing by. Thank you, Jesus. I'm done. Every relationship, practice humility. Because God resists the proud, but multiplies grace and favor when you are humble. I'm done. I wish I wasn't. God resists. He goes the opposite direction of pride. He doesn't like He resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. He didn't. See, the Bible says pride goes before destruction uh-huh, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goes before destruction, haughtiness before a fall. It didn't say sin. Sin don't go before the fall. I can deal with your sin. Oh, y'all don't like this. I, I can deal with your sin. That's what Psalms 51 is. Oh, created me a clean heart. I'm sorry. That's what Psalms 51 is. I can deal with your sin. David is a man after my own heart because your sin don't make me resist you. But your pride, your pride will cause a disfellowship between you and I. God is not concerned about, oh, God, I want to say that because people always get me online when I say it. 
He's not overly concerned about your sins. He got that on the cross, okay? So you don't fall because of sin. Pride goes before destruction. Haughty spirit before the fall. So you can sin ooh, and bounce back and be restored if you're humble. Because he multiplies grace and favor. It didn't say he resisteth the sinner but gives grace and favor to the saved. No. The issue is pride and humility. Am I done? Okay, keep going. Just read the scriptures. Y'all just read it with me. Everybody stand up. Well, you ain't got to read it with me, but let me just go through it. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled. And whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor. That's a come up to me. Whoever exalts himself. You did that to me. You take your own matters into your own hand. You're going to be humble. But if you chill, let God do it. He'll exalt you in due time. I'm going to keep going. Humble yourselves. Here we go. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Next scripture. And he shall lift you what? Up. When you humble yourselves, he shall lift you up. Man. Uh, uh, I'll do one more. One more. Y'all read this really quick. The disciples asked Jesus, who's the greatest in the kingdom? Jesus said, he called over a little child. Come here, little child. The child came over. He said, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom. It has nothing to do with age or maturity. It has everything to do with humility. He said, the most humble is the greatest in the kingdom. <laughs> it's not the ignorance of the child. Like, come to God ignorant. I don't know nothing. No, it's not the ignorance. It's not the knowledge level. He didn't say nothing about that. He didn't say remain teachable like a child. Humble. If you come to me humble like a child, you're the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Pride, arrogance. I got more scriptures, but I'll go into that later uh, as y'all keep living with us. I don't want you to block your own come up with your arrogance. Humble yourselves. Man, I'll take you up. You try to, you be all that, okay, you're on your own and you're going to fall. I'm not going to preach the come up and we don't have the right ingredients. Are you hearing me? It's not just separate yourself from the wrong people. Make sure you love God. This right here, though. This right here, though. That's the come up key. What's this looking like? I don't want nobody at live missing it. I don't want none of y'all missing it. None of us missing it. Humility. Kindness is in there. It's, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot in there. Because if you operate in humility, you are kind. Kindness is a result of humility. You can tell. You can tell. All right. My prayer tonight. I might want to do one more scripture because it's a scripture that said, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm not going to do it. We can go all day. If my people. by my name shall what? What's first? What's first? Oh, that's like most important to God. Before we deal with sin, get rid of that pride. Then we can deal with the sin because that's easy. But that pride is what I can't break. That arrogance, that headiness, that haughty, that you know it all. Alright, so what you, alright. So he steps back and say, go ahead. And we keep falling. We're not falling this year. Now unto him. I said now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. Humility is a major key. And it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, you want to come up here with me? It's a core value here as well at Live. I just want to pray for everybody as we leave tonight. Steve, come, come up, son. It's not a sad thing, but one of the words for humble is to afflict. It means to, to, to put low. It means to stoop. And if you think you're too good to stoop, 
God stooped and became Jesus. There you go. Is anybody else glad that God stooped? Aren't you glad he wasn't too good to get low? Aren't you glad God wasn't too big to get down? Anybody in here glad that God got down? Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.